At Kohl's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family, girls stretch jeggings just $12, and save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or post.com for details. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. Many of you are experiencing changes in your body. You may have sweaty palms or rapid breathing. Some of you are experiencing a tingling sensation. This is due to something we call anticipation. You are feeling this way because the show is about to begin. To prepare for this exciting new phase of your day, we recommend taking the following steps. Prepare to listen, smile, and laugh. During certain points in the production, you may experience an At Kohl's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family, girls stretch jeggings just $12, and save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or post.com for details. Explicable desire to do something with your hands. We recommend slapping them together in a rhythmic fashion. An activity called applause. It's exciting to do this in large group settings. A little shy about how to react to this sensation? Then wait for a neighbor to start and join in. You'll both be glad you did. Well, that's it. You should be ready to begin your exciting journey into audiencehood. Just remember, it's perfectly natural to be nervous, but with a little preparation, you'll soon be audiencing like a pro. Now we can start the celebration. The Tony Bruno Show, the podcast. Easy to work, and you broadcast from room to room. Starring Tony Bruno with Miss Robin. Now, here he is, the godfather of sports radio slash podcasts. I hope that they could come here and race it again. Here's Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Hello there. Well, it's a good thing nothing's happening uh, on this Wednesday. What's today's date? November 10th already? Or is it the 9th? I've lost track. It's Tony Bruno, Miss Robin, Luigi Cardo's here, Michael Bertoni, Riddle's here, ready to go on a crazy Wednesday night. We always like to talk about sports on this uh, podcast, and we talk about other things too, but obviously the election is over, and we're not going to play pundits. We're not going to do the typical either crying or gloating type of radio and TV that you're used to. But Miss Robin and I were off because one of the things I'm most proud of in my career is having been around some of the most amazing things that have happened. And in my lifetime of 64 years, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, some amazing stuff, some unforgettable stuff. I've seen all kinds of political campaigns. I've seen why I was there for Watergate when I was a young buck, young reporter covering that from afar. Of course, I wasn't in Washington, but I was on the air doing news. And so I've seen political controversies. I've seen elections. I saw Jimmy Carter win in 2000, uh, in actually 1978, I believe it was, when he became president. I saw the Nixon stuff. I saw Vietnam. I grew up in Philadelphia, a very liberal city, when Democrats were pretty much the party against the government. I remember as a young person of draft age, 
railing against the U.S. government because of the senseless war in Vietnam, which no one could explain. Well, typically, the, the U.S. government's been railing us for the past several years. Exactly. So. And so what's interesting to me is someone who's grown through all this. I've always been anti-establishment. You know, I, I, we have bosses. We have people that we have to who are our bosses and pay us for the jobs that we do, except on this job, we're our own bosses. We do what we want on this podcast on The Tony Bruno Show. Damn right. Miss Robin's here. Michael Bertoni's here tonight wearing a sport coat and a T-shirt underneath. Now, what does that look now, man? What would you call that, Mike? It's uh, tech. Get it close to, the, get close to the microphone. It's the tech look. That's the tech look that you don't understand how to talk into a microphone? Well, I'll learn. All right. We have open lines, too. Tonight... What we're going to do, we're not going to talk about who we voted for. We don't care who you voted for. People don't care who I voted for. They don't care who you voted for. I never, I'm, not a, I'm not one of these vapid celebrities, and we always make fun of these people, people who have to come out and feel like they're important, so important that you, the American people out there, are going to listen, and they're going to tell you what to think and what to do with your life and your decision-making process. One thing I've never done in my 45 years of doing this I don't tell people what to think. I just tell them to think, and I give you the opinions, what I think. But when I say something that I think, I'm not telling you to think like me and be like me. I'm not holding rallies for people. I'm not one of these celebrities who says, I'm going to leave the country if so-and-so wins. This is America. I love this country, and America loves this country. I know a lot of people are angry today. But you know what? This is the way the, the country works. We have an election. People go out and vote. And we talk about shockers in the world, and we talk about shockers in sports, the Giants and the Patriots Super Bowl a couple years ago. Remember that, Luigi? 2008. Did anybody yeah. think the Giants were going to win that Super Bowl against the, the amazing Patriot team? My buddy Mike, did he hit him on the money line? Well, I mean, that's just yeah, a degenerate gambler. <laughs> no, exactly. Other than the, because there were degenerate no, gamblers listen, who bet it, on Donald that Trump. That was a miracle. It was a catch. It was David Tyree with his hand on his helmet. That was exactly. a miracle. It was a miracle. And there were people who bet on, uh, remember last week on the show, we were giving you offshore odds on the election, and a lot of money came in late on Donald Trump, right? And a lot of people were boasting on Twitter about how they got, they collected in this state and that state. Do you know you could bet in separate states on the election results? This one guy I follow out on, in Vegas, he's like, oh, I got Pennsylvania, I got plus 270 in Pennsylvania. Exactly. I got plus such and such and such. If Virginia thing. hits, I got the parlay. Good. <laughs> I got a three-state parlay. Pay six to one. Six to one. A three-state parlay. <laughs> what were the odds on that? Six to one, man, standard. Oh, that's, yeah, that's all right. It's not bad. But we talk about unbelievable upsets. And let's be honest. Is there anybody out there who thought Donald Trump was going to win the presidency? Not a soul. Obviously, the Hillary Clinton didn't think he was going to win. The Democrats didn't think he was going to win. The pundits didn't think he was going to win. The mainstream media didn't think he was going to win. The Republicans didn't think he was going to win. Nobody thought he was going to win. And that's what makes these kinds of upsets remarkable because there have been a lot of elections and a lot of things that happen in the world, and very few are memorable for the most part. You know, we remember things that are stunning, shocking, and unbelievable. And we use sports as the perfect analogy. Yep. We mentioned the Super Bowl, the Giants against the Patriots. You talk about the miracle on ice in 1980, the USA versus the Russians. Yeah, again, two teams that just could not be beat. Exactly. They could not be beat. The Patriots, exactly. the Patriots were, could not be beat. And the Soviets, well, Tony, I'll, 1980, I'll, I remember, yeah, but they, nobody cared about hockey back then. But a hockey team captured the imagination of this country during the Cold War, remember, when we shocked the world and beat the Russians up in Lake Placid in the silver, it wasn't even, it was a semifinal was game. It wasn't even the gold medal That's game. Right. They had to beat Sweden for the gold. Yeah, you go back to 2004, the Denver uh, Pistons, the Detroit Pistons beat the Lakers. Remember that? Yep. They went out and got Gary Payton. Remember the Lakers? They were on that run. Yeah, Gary Payton had Carl Malone. They brought in Carl Malone. I was in L.A. covering the Lakers That's back when everybody then. was going to the Lakers to try to get a chip because it was Kobe and Shaq. And exactly. They were just to catch and they on. brought in some guys that didn't win. Of course, Gary Payton. Did he win in Seattle with the Supersonics? No, no. No, he didn't. No. But Carl Malone didn't win either. Nope. In Houston, right? No, Carl Malone was, was with Utah. With Utah Jazz. Yeah, no, they, That's they, right. They had to deal with they had to deal The mailman, and he was there with John Stockton and Malone, and they didn't win. And so they went to L.A. trying to get a championship, and the Detroit Pistons shocked the world. They beat the Lakers in five games in that no. series. So we talk about Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas. The list goes on and on and on of shocking upsets and most of the time we talk about it in sports because we've never seen in my lifetime, and I've been around a lot longer than most people, 64 years, we've never seen a presidential upset of this magnitude. Now, a lot of people are upset about it. I look at it this way. 
I don't control who the president is. You don't control who the president is. If you're upset with it, then why didn't you go out and vote? I went out and voted. Miss Robin and I, we went out and voted. Pennsylvania happened to be a very important state at the end because it was Pennsylvania when it was called at like 2.30 in the morning. I know. I mean, we, we thought that our vote didn't even really matter that much anyway because Pennsylvania was automatically going to go to whatever it was. You know, I mean, it's, it's always been a, I mean, how many years has it been a Democratic I grew up state? in the city, and I know this is a very liberal city, very Democratic, and the Democrats control Philadelphia. And they won Philadelphia. They won all the surrounding counties. And so when, when Trump won Pennsylvania, I was stunned, to be honest with you, because where I live here in South Philly, Every day, people were knocking on our doors three, four times a day. Hillary had the ground game going. It was a no-brainer. It was like stone-cold guaranteed lock. And then the election happened, and people went out. And I know a lot of people are picking on middle America, but here's one thing I've learned traveling the world and traveling this country. And a lot of people don't get out. They, they're in their cocoon of where they live, and they don't get out and travel and see what middle America. I lived in Birmingham, Alabama for two years down in the Rust Belt. So that's blue collar, okay? Not because they're, they vote Republican. It's just because these are the real working bees of America. You know, we talk about the elites in California, you know, in Venice and Los Angeles and San Francisco You're and New about York the people, City. When they mention the words like, you know, the real salt of the earth people, those kind of guys. Yeah, the worker bees, right. the people who are the, the basically the majority of Americans are not millionaires. Nope. They're not LeBron James. They're not Katy Perry. They're not, you know, it's... It, you name the celebrities that they trot out to try to get people to believe that they should, you should vote for your candidate because we're having a concert with Bruce Springsteen. The Jay-Zs, the Beyonce's of the world. Exactly. Listen, I'm not against those people. They're, they're powerful entertainers. People follow them. But what we learned is that most people, when they go into a voting booth, in this election more than any other, people don't vote based on what Katy Perry tells them to think or what Beyonce tells them to think or what Jay-Z or LeBron James in Ohio, the most... The most incredible player in the NBA had a big rally for Hillary Clinton on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And Hillary lost Ohio. So the point is, think for yourself. And I think a lot of people were afraid to admit they were voting for Donald Trump in this election. And when they went inside that voting booth, because they didn't want to be ridiculed by their friends or families or neighbors, they went inside and said, you know what, what's important to me? This is important to me, this, 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 and this. And they voted for Donald Trump without telling anybody, without bragging about it. That's what they did. And that's why Hillary Clinton lost. And the stats are unbelievable. I broke it down scientifically, which is what we do on this podcast. Absolutely. And we're taking your calls, too. And I don't want to make it all about politics, because I don't want to talk about politics per se. We're talking about shocking events yes. in the world. 9-11, those of us who were alive, and you know, remember now, 9-11 was 15 years ago. So there are young teenagers who obviously weren't even old enough to remember 9-11, yet to most of us who were adults... It was like yesterday. Some of my friends' kids that are in school now are just learning about it now. They're just right. learning about and, what And I'm not knocking people for being young. I was a young punk at one point and, and didn't know what was going on. But I grew up in the Vietnam era. When I became a teenager, the draft was in play. And because my dad died, I wasn't drafted. But if I was drafted, I would have gone and served because I had friends who went to, went to elementary school with me who were drafted and went to Vietnam and died in a senseless war. And so back then... People like me and those who were anti-government and stood up to the government and the establishment were saying, no, what the hell's going on? Why are we in Vietnam? And yet now, fast forward 50 years later, and people seem to be more pro-establishment than they are anti-establishment. Yeah, that's crazy. When the hell did the world switch like that? Well, I think also that because of all the media, the social media, the access to everybody's life at any second of the day that we have now because everybody's addicted to some kind of mobile phone device not me um not that me. that there is an incredible fear-mongering and this happened on both sides of the spectrum or that that both um, not both sides every conceivable side yeah there's I mean, not just every, two sides but i mean to be truth be told <laughs> the democrats and the republicans did more than anybody else about saying that whoever was on the opposite side was going to if you voted for them if you didn't get your person voted hell was going to freeze over a satanist was going to be on the tr throne and there were going to be a dictatorship and united states is going to hell. And that is this is the first time I think in American history where it has been beaten down that much. Like I don't think anything we've ever seen has been like this before. No, absolutely not. I've seen I go back to JFK when I was a little kid and, and actually one of the first things I did as a young man 
was go out and and, and go do knocking door to door for John F. Kennedy. Really? You did yeah, that? absolutely. I remember when JFK... <laughs> what up, Riddle? I remember when John F. Kennedy, back in the day... Uh, you took his seat away, Robin. He needs to sit somewhere. He's yeah, he no knocked my phone off. There's normally a chair over there for him, and he's not... It's not Riddle wants right to now. be heard. I he, know. He needs to be heard. He is this unsolid majority. <laughs> his voice needs to be heard. The ragdolls have spoken. <laughs> But I, I, it doesn't show how many cats voted for no, who here in the uh, breakdown. I actually haven't looked at the stats, but I think it's one thing that that um, you know stats don't lie, Robin. I hips don't I lie. I really well, hope, no, of course, that you know that there have been quote unquote losers in every single election, and just the, like in every sporting event, yes. just like the World Series, the Cleveland Indians lost. Right, so everybody talks about the Cubs. But Cleveland in this had a great year. Case, people have been made to think that the world is going to end because of this loss, and everybody has sort of felt like that in previous elections. And the world has gone on. I've never felt like that in any election in my lifetime. I've never felt, regardless of who I voted for or who I, but I think what that, I thought, I think that the world was going to come to an end based on someone becoming president of the United States. But I think, by the way, it's the, never happened. Okay, I know, but but I think that because of the way this election was run, people are made to feel that way, and I think that we have to put it into perspective that this is, even though it was uglier than most. This it was the ugliest the, ever. Yeah. But, now, again, we don't remember back in the day because we didn't have social media, but there's some, there were some ugly presidential they, campaigns they were right. back in the and day. The things that people said about other presidential candidates were really, really awful, and nothing horrible happened. There are checks and balances within our government, supposedly, that are going to keep that from happening, and we have to at least rely on that. Don't despair. But a presidential candidate is, is not our savior. You know, we have, we have right. to do that ourselves as a society. No doubt. Right. You know what I mean? Like Everybody has to get up in the morning exactly. and go to work we and all, do what they do. We all have to deal with each other. That's, exactly. that's the main thing. We have a problem with dealing with each other as a whole. Not we, me. I love everybody and everybody loves me. I, do, I would love I to do, love everybody. I do I really think would. that there is one incredible positive that has come out of this campaign. What? Is that... <laughs> Depending on who you talk to. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, no matter... I think this, this is something that both sides can agree on. If the American people put their mind to it and band together, they can get anybody elected regardless of the amount of money that, they're, that is spent in an election, regardless of the experience, regardless of where they come from. Anybody can now become president, and Trump has proven that. Well, I don't know if anybody can become president. No, I, mean, I sure as hell can't. I, I wouldn't I'm, want to be president. I'm saying that Trump has proven that you don't have to have a political background. You don't have to put in the billions and billions of dollars that has now become the norm for a presidential candidate. But the, here was, here's what, what Trump proved in winning, is that the mainstream media... The elitists out on the West Coast in California, in New York, in Washington, D.C., and the, and the media centers, those people are so out of touch with America because all they know is the bubble in which they live. The people in D.C., did you see the D.C. breakdown in votes? No, you Four percent of the people in Washington, D.C. voted for Donald Trump. 96% of the voters in Washington, D.C. voted for Hillary Clinton. You that's know why? That's a landslide right there, man. It is. But you know why? Because 96% of the people in Washington, D.C. work for the federal government. Well, and I think that they have also, a vested interest in who wins. Not only that, but they're out of touch. They're out of touch with... Yeah, they're in the bubble, as yeah. I mentioned. New York City. Those people up there are in a bubble. They have no idea what's happening in middle America. And people want to denounce middle America because... They're blue-collar people who don't have PhDs. Guess what? Most people in America don't have PhDs. Most people aren't millionaires. So the bottom line is, elected a new president. If you don't like him, that's fine. You don't have to like him. But to me, you know, when, when Barack Obama was elected eight years ago, I didn't say he's not my president. I didn't say, oh, God, I, I'm, you know, he's terrible. I said, let's Twice. see what this guy does. Twice. Exactly. He was reelected. If he did such a bad job, why would we reelect him? And I'm going to give you some of the numbers here because a lot of people don't see this stuff. And this isn't some, this isn't Snopes. This isn't some uh, politically connected thing. This is an actual statistical website that just has pure numbers. So there's no spin. There's no left wing or right wing spin. The numbers here are absolutely amazing on what happened, on why Donald Trump won and why Hillary Clinton lost. For example, there were how many registered voters? There were 231,556 eligible voters in this country. People who million, are 18. Million. 
231,556,622 eligible voters in America. They weren't all registered. Not everybody, just eligible voters. People 18 and above who were eligible to vote if they had uh, registered to vote and went out and voted. You know what percentage of the population voted? I don't know, 17%? No, and no, 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 no. It was like 55%. All right, so more than half. More, But 44.4% of the country did not bother to vote. Almost half of the country didn't even vote. That's sad. That is really sad. And for people who are saying that this is white people voted in Trump, do you realize that Donald Trump had fewer white people than Mitt Romney four years ago? Wow. Donald Trump had 58% of the white vote. Mitt Romney, who got slaughtered by Barack Obama, had 59% of the white vote. So anybody who tells you, yeah, just white people voting for... I mean, I believe Hillary Clinton is white, too. So if she had won, would it have been white people voted for Hillary Clinton? Of course not. Blacks and Hispanics... This is is really where the election came down to. They did not turn out for Hillary Clinton the way they did for Barack Obama. For example, 93% of African Americans in ni- in 2012 the last year when Barack Obama was reelected yes. as president 93% of blacks voted for Barack, uh, Barack Obama Hillary got 88% of those people so that means how many percentage of percentage of black people didn't vote 5 5% Latinos Obama had 71% of the Latino vote Hillary Clinton 65% 6 percentage point difference so the bottom line is a lot of pe- Democrats have lost 10 million voters since 2008. That doesn't mean these people left the world. It means that they weren't as excited to vote for Hillary Clinton right. as they were for President Barack Obama. These are just straight-out statistics, not spin, not anything else. Here's the other interesting stuff. This is the one that stuns me, and I can't believe it to be true, but this site that I use called Statistics Brain, it's an actual voter turnout statistic page, it has all the statistics, numbers of voters. It has age, why people didn't vote, reasons for that. So you can go online and look it up. I think Sam Hinkie's on the cover of that. Sam right? Hinkie is yeah, okay. the poster child for the statisticbrain.com. <laughs> and it has all the numbers, and they keep updating them. But even though the final electrical, uh, electrical, the electrical, Disney electrical parade, not associated with the electoral college, which a lot of people still don't know. No. It's not an actual college where you can get an online degree. It's not the University study. of Phoenix or anything Exactly. Like University of Phoenix Online. Or my favorite online college. What do you got? With the best commercials. Northern, uh, what is it? Uh, Northern. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, is that the one where they go around and. They, yeah, they, on the bus and they bring the diplomas to the people. Something New Hampshire University. Is it Northern New Hampshire? Is it Northern New Hampshire University? And they have the greatest commercials because people they study are. online and then they bring their diplomas to them on a bus. Have you seen that commercial? I'm looking at it now. Hold is on. it Northern New Hampshire? It's Southern New Hampshire. Southern, I'm sorry. Southern New Hampshire University, right? And their commercials are phenomenal. They have people getting their, dipl- their diplomas saying, you know, I did this for my mom. I did this for me. Oh, I know the ones you're and talking And then the about, little guy. kid says, congratulations, Daddy, when the, when the dad's holding yes. up and he's crying and he's got his diploma and there's his young son and his dad and the kid. Cool. I mean, I break up every time I see that. I, see, I, I get emotional when really? I see that. When I see people studying at home to better themselves, and there, there they come. The bus comes in from Southern New Hampshire University and gives a degree to people. That's nice. That's the kind of stuff that makes me happy, man. By the way, here's another one. This is the most startling statistic. This is the only one you really need, and I still can't believe that this is true. Do you know the number? Here's the percentage of the demographic results, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. We're just going to get through this because it's the biggest story in the world. Uh, you know, LeBron James and Cleveland losing, losing for the first time is not the biggest story in the world. Oh, the they weren't going to go 82-0, and 0, okay? The 76 is going 0-82. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. They're striving. The process is continuing. But the process is busted. You know? <laughs> the process didn't include not having Trust a point me, guard. I had, I had people from the Netherlands contacting me last night saying that all of the Dutch um, – TV announcers and radio announcers, everybody was just like they were in shock. They hadn't predicted this. Nobody did. Like no. the entire world. Freaky deaky Dutch. Exactly, the freaky deaky Dutch. Were they smoking uh, wacky tobacco while they were calling you, Robin? Uh, no, but I bet you they thought that a lot of people here in the United States were. Although, exactly right. speaking of wacky tobacco, that, that uh, marijuana bill passed in almost every single Of course state, it so did. Of course it Who's going to deny that? No, we don't want marijuana. No, please. Doctors, I, 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 as I mentioned yesterday on, uh, on 95.7 The Game in San Francisco with Damon Bruce, 
when I was on at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and I called California for Hillary Clinton at 4 p.m. Pacific time. I pulled my Dan Rather. I was rather confident that Hillary Clinton was going to carry California at 4 p.m. three hours, four hours before the polls actually closed. So that's the kind of political insight that I bring to the table. But I pointed out also on one of the proposition votes was the legalization of uh, recreational marijuana. And shockingly, no state where recreational marijuana was on the ballot was voted down. And for poor guys like Dr. Cush, my buddy out there on Venice Beach, and I'm going to have to repost my Dr. Cush uh, sandwich board, Robin, which we took on Venice Beach years ago when we lived in L.A. I know it. You know, right. sandwich board out in front of like yeah, a place. Yeah, I know exactly what it and is. And it yep. had like every single type of ailment that you Like it says, if you have corns, bunions, calluses, sore feet, <laughs> a heart failure, Insomnia. psoriasis. You're just not feeling yourself today. Yeah, I mean, any, <laughs> any in, possible huh? ailment. I got you. You go in and you see Dr. Cush right off the street. You go in. Dr. Cush is a real doctor. Do you have to have a prescription? No, no he, he gives, gives you the oh, prescription. Oh, he gives you the prescription. Oh, this yes. is no fail. So no, 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 no. You okay. go in. So the idea is that you go see Dr. Cush or somebody like it. They give you the prescription, and then you can take that prescription, which you have paid handsomely for. Like, like 100 bucks to get a prescription. Yeah. And, then, and then you go off to a dispensary, and then you can... And then you go into the big... Conveniently and then next door. You, and you, no, it's not next door. It's not connected. It's oh, not okay. like Walt Disney World where you go through the uh, ride, and then there's a gift shop at the end. Okay. And your kids are screaming, because Daddy, I want one of those Johnny Depp dolls. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because I want Captain Jack. I want Captain Jack. That I want some Captain seem... Jack and Coke. That's that what I want right now. That's what you need, bro. That might be, you know, <laughs> legal or something. That might be seem very contrived. So they were separated so that you couldn't possibly think that they had anything to do oh, with Oh, okay. So they right. weren't, all right. They weren't in cahoots. But now, Doctor, I guess this, this bill is going to put Dr. Cush out of business. Right? Yes, Dr. Cush. Doctors are going to lose their jobs. On Venice Beach, California. So just look at the impact of this marijuana bill. Although a lot of people are buying... Outrage. Although today, you notice the stock market went up. Like Caterpillar, because President-elect yes. Trump was saying that he's going to redo... And so Caterpillar stock went up. Well, you got to look at it. You got to get you in gotta now, You got to get man. some front-end uh, front loaders, man. Earth movers. Earth movers. You backhoes. Backhoes? Backhoes. <laughs> Who are you calling a backhoe, ho? Anyway... Speaking of hoes, we will have an area code update tonight on the show. Yes. Miss Robin will delve into Florida, where they're still counting votes, I believe, and the chads are no longer hanging down there the in the great state of Florida. Are no longer Can I just say one more thing about the, the election? No. I was very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> the, I was very disappointed in the machine. What machine? The, the voting machine. machine. Not Bert Kreischer, the machine. No, not that machine. The Pennsylvania voting machine. He was was voting all night long. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It was very weird. It was incredibly anticlimactic because you you pushed in the buttons. Right. And they were red. And then at the very bottom. And it didn't matter. They they were all red. So whether you voted for Democrat, Republican, the Communist Party. You pushed a button and and a little light shone. So if you're splitting, say you're voting uh, Hillary Clinton president and then you're voting for the Senate candidate, and then all the other ones, you could push on either column. And then a little red light would light up with whoever But static. It would be a static light for the candidate that you push. And then at the end, there's a big green button at the bottom of the machine on the right, and you push vote. When you push that, everything goes dark. It just goes completely black, like like the machine went dead. Wow. But it counts. And then so I went outside, and I said, is this machine working properly? I said, you know, is it not like our equipment where you push it sometimes it and just, it doesn't work? You know what I mean? It just you want to break something else? It felt like I was like, is that it? Did, did it work? Like, yeah, I, it was You just got nothing out of that, Robin. No. Nothing. No, no yeah. it felt very anti Yeah, I thought something. I thought there was, you know, like when you put a plug in something where there's not enough, you know, you're on a circuit, but it's overloaded. No, it just goes out. You know when you, like, turn a light switch on or you put a dryer in in your bathroom, but there's so much stuff on that one circuit? And it just knocks yeah. off. That's what it felt like when I hit vote. And I, you know, I vote all the time. So this is the these are the newer machines. Well, when no, you hit the those vote, those are actually the old machines. I looked it up. Those machines. I never remember hitting a machine when you hit vote that everything went black, like so, it was a like it was a power failure. So this is I, I did the research and found out because I'm like, what the heck is up with these machines? These machines are back from the 1980s. They are. The reason why they were used is because they are not connected by a common brain. Like like they're not part of a big server. Um, all a lot of other machines, you they load up and Is that why it took till two in the morning for Pennsylvania's vote to be yes, counted? Because what it is is what it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what happens <laughs> is that um, um, every hour or so a 
voter worker has to go to the machine and print out copies of Oh really? What, I what did not know happened. that. So they it doesn't go automatically to some computer somewhere. Wow. And not even somebody's server in a basement somewhere? <laughs> no. And the reason why they did this was twofold. One was that it is much more difficult to hack. So you can't actually go in and, and change it from a different, like you can't hack well, into it. Well, that makes sense. It. And two, if even if you did hack into that particular machine, it wouldn't be transferable to another machine. So you couldn't hack into one machine and then have it do the same thing in all machines. You okay. have to go to well, every that's good. Machine. That's what you want. Yeah. You want everything to be on the up have, and up. You know, voter fraud and all those things. Now, let's no, just get that last two. stat that I was going to give you earlier before I forget. This is the most incredible stat, and I'm going to have to... I, I checked it again, and it seems to be accurate. This, to me... Because, you know, they have all the numbers, the age groups who voted with percentage of blacks, with percentage of Latinos, which I already gave you. But this is the stat that is absolutely mind-boggling. And again, it's from a site called Statistic Brain. And it says, U.S. Day of Reckoning, Voting Turnout Statistics. And it's online, and you can go in and see data accurate as of, and it posts the, it posts the time. And then it says, uh, total number of early votes cast, 47 million. Total number of votes cast in the Hillary versus Trump election, 128,843. Voter turnout rate, 55.6. Number of electoral votes for Donald Trump. And it goes on and on and on. Total votes for Trump. Total votes for Hillary. Uh, Senate seats won by Republicans, blah, 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 and it goes down and down and down. The state, guess which state had the higher, the highest percentage of voter turnout? These are some good, like, general knowledge Wednesday questions if we did general knowledge Wednesday. General knowledge Wednesday. Highest voter turnout, I would ha I couldn't even guess, I don't think. New Hampshire, 68.7% wow. of the people went out. What else is there to do in New Hampshire? At this uh, time maple, of year? Uh, are the maple trees, uh, the maple, uh, not the Toronto maple leaves here in Canada, eh? So now, Stephen from Finland checked in, and he said that they vote via an app on their cell phones. All you need is a password. Oh, it's like voting for Dancing with the Stars or American Idol? How amazing is that? But I believe also that they have, like, huge voter turnout. I think it's, yeah, like, seven, over 70% turnout. Is it really? Yeah. Guess what state had the lowest percentage of voter turnout? Delaware. No. No, uh, just because there's fewer people there. California. No, Cal. Are you kidding? California. California. There's like 55 electoral votes there. That's why it's one of the biggest states. Mm -hmm. Alaska. No, Hawaii. 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 36.9%. Hey, time to vote when you're in Hawaii. You got things to do, man. Yeah, you're surfing. You, you you're hanging on the surfing, beach. You got laid, picking up tourist chicks. Speaking. Yeah, you got tourist chicks to hit on. You got to feel the uh, well. You're not feeling the burn because unfortunately uh, the Democrats didn't pick Bernie no. Sanders, oh, yeah. and a lot of people are complaining about that today. But here's the amazing stat, as I give it to you finally: the number or percentage of Democrats and Republicans who voted. Guess what? It, where's that page now? Now I'm not going to be able to find it. The demographic one breakdown, and then here it is: what percentage of registered Democratic voters voted for Hillary Clinton? And I, I think I already gave you the answer, so you guys know. No, okay, I, didn't get, I didn't get it. I think registered Democrats, I mean, you're going to end up having, they're going to vote a lot because well, they're... Well, if you're a registered Democrat and you're going to the polls, you're voting for Hillary Clinton would be the assumption, right? Right, and you have previous voter history if right. you're registered. But as it seems, a lot of Democrats went the other way. Or they 40, didn't 40%? No. Maybe they didn't vote at all, though. They could have also just... Well, how many was it? Because the suspense is killing me, Tom. Eight percent. Eight. Eight percent of registered Democrats voted for Hillary Clinton, according wow. to these stats. Eight percent. I don't. I, I don't. But Romney got more votes than that. Eight percent. It says here. Now I don't know where they got this from, but this is a statistical site. This isn't a. This isn't a uh, partisan site. Partisan site. This isn't uh, a blog that's either left wing or right wing. This is called statistical. Let me give you the name of the site again, and you can go check it for yourself. Statisticbrain.com. Just search for a picture of Sam Hinkie, and you'll find you'll see, the yes. website. That can you amazing. believe that? Now, how about That's Republican? Right. I'm trying to find a breakdown. So 8%. here it is. Registered, I'm sorry, it was 9%. Okay, 9%. Registered 9%. Democrats. Here's the thing. Registered Democrats who voted for Donald Trump, 89%. What? Registered Democrats who voted for Hillary Clinton, 9%. That means that hardly anyone in her party even voted for her. Registered Here's the other. Registered Republicans who voted for Donald Trump, 90%. Registered Republicans who voted for Hillary Clinton, 7%. And then registered independents, 48% for Trump, 42% for Hillary Clinton. But the bottom line is, is that minority turnout 
is what really killed Hillary Clinton. Because the same people who turned out for Barack Obama in 2008 and 2012 come out for her. did not come out for Hillary Clinton. That's the end of the story. So the people who are telling you that it's white people just voted and it's white people voted and the white rednecks voted and the uh, ignorant white people. No, Donald Trump had fewer white voters than Mitt Romney and Mitt Romney got his doors blown off four years ago by President Obama. So you can spin anything the way you want, whatever agenda you have out there. We don't have any agenda on the show other than to have fun, spit some game. Exactly. And tell it like it is. The, the one thing I, I, I don't appreciate, and again, I, I couldn't even get out to cast my vote because I was stuck in work. And it wasn't one of those things where, oh, you can leave. No, no, no. You don't, in my job, you, you can't leave the building. Someone must be there. And I was stuck. I could Wait, could Elvis leave. leave the building? No, Elvis left the building a long time ago. All right, just check. But I, I couldn't vote, so I, I really don't have a say. But what I'm saying is that— Then you shouldn't say anything. Is that, no, it's that— You and Colin Kaepernick no, have no say. That I don't like the fact that—I don't appreciate the fact that every single person who voted for Trump, who openly voted for Trump, is automatically labeled— you know, the antichrist and a racist person. That's very unfair. It's very unfair considering the majority of people in this country voted for Donald Trump. Well, popular vote, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, the total number of votes by 200,000 plus. Right. That's That's not a big deal, but the Electoral College has been in play for 240 years. And the reason there's an Electoral College, which people don't understand, is so that three or four states don't determine the outcome of an election. Which is fair, but what I'm saying is, though, is that, you know, just because of who you vote for doesn't make you know doesn't mean you're a racist person. It's just it doesn't do that. Well, well and not only that, it doesn't do that. I'm sorry. I agree, I mean, but you know what? You're not going to convince a lot of people no, of that. That, that. No, that's a weak excuse. It's just someone saying, "Well, you know what? You're just a racist." Yeah. That's that's BS, man. And Is that that's the crutch of, you had to lean on? Are you kidding me? There are a lot of really wonderful, wonderful people out there who were disenfranchised and they ended up voting for Trump because Trump represented something for them, whether they believed in everything that he had to say, whether they liked everything he had to say, probably not. I mean, I can't imagine that anybody did like everything that he had to say, but um, they voted for him for a reason, and I think that the one thing that spoke to them was F the establishment. That's what it was. That's exactly what this election was. It's exactly what this, just like it was in 2008 with President Obama. People were tired. They wanted hope and change, and they got it. Now they want to change again. And Hillary Clinton, to a lot of people, didn't represent change. That's the uh, that's the bottom line here. Can't we at least just like let them like get in office for a day and play it out for you know? A well, week you got to see what happens. People are going to be well, upset. No, and that's okay. You, that, again, yeah. that's your right to. But I'm just saying, like before you say he's the worst president in, in history, let's let him be president first. Right. Well, and you I also give him a chance. That's all. And, just give him a chance. I, and I would really, I. I appeal to everybody out there, whether whoever you voted for. One, if you voted for Trump, don't gloat and rub people's and be nasty about it. And if you didn't vote for Trump, the same. Don't don't be telling people that you're going to unfriend them, that you're the worst person ever, that because you voted for, you know, like if I've seen posts out there that I find truly, truly disheartening, that like... If you voted for Trump, you explain to all of your homosexual and and gay friends and and your uh, that uh, that you are against everything that they stand for. That you are like no, I don't think that that There's is a, it's 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 not like that. I have a transgender person that's in my family. Uh huh. They voted for Donald Trump. I know. Okay. I think all right. I'm enough just, about I'm just trying to tell you that it's not all. So of course. Don't, don't make a of course. Statement. Not every black exactly. person voted for Hillary Clinton. Not exactly. every Hispanic. Not every Asian. People have different feelings, and a lot of people went into that booth without wanting to say who they were going to vote for, and when the curtain was closed, they voted for Donald Trump, even though they didn't want to admit they were voting for Donald. That's what this election was, plain and simple in a nutshell. Let's just let it play out, y'all. Exactly right. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. We got phone numbers to give Let's out. Let's go to the phones at 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669 is the number. Luigi's here tonight wearing his uh, direct from ringside Battle of the Champions. That's right. The speaking of upsets, was there an upset? Because I only saw Rocky one. Well, yeah, in Rocky three, Clubber Lang got the best of him in, Rock, in, in the first fight. So that's the which fight? Which fight this is, is that? The first now? fight. So this is the one Rocky, the original Rocky. It's, it's, thing, it's Rocky three. It's a good thing that you're not wearing this with with Joe. Hey, woman. Well, that's why I wore it because I thought he'd be here and he hates it. <laughs> so he hates Rocky. He hates oh, Rocky. God. He loves he loves mob movies, but, but he, he hates, hates Rocky. Rocky. He hates Rocky because he hates the fact that Philadelphia believes in this fictional character as like their inspiration for, you know. For Wait a minute. People talk about Al Capone and fictional mobsters. I'm just telling and you Robert the, De Niro I'm as just, the Godfather. Listen, I'm not going to. He doesn't is, have. A, is Robert De Niro a fictional character? For the most part, yes. Well, no, there are guys <laughs> like him, but people that think that uh, the mobsters. Characters. 
based on true characters, yes. But people think The Godfather is one of the greatest movies ever. I think it's a disgrace. That's because you fell asleep and you didn't watch the whole thing. You, well, that's true. I was in the backseat of my car. At least you should finish watching the whole damn thing. And maybe I, I still couldn't watch it. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I do not, to me, to me, when you're, when you're promoting a lifestyle of criminals who are the worst possible people on earth and happen to be mostly Italian-American, even though they existed, I don't like to glorify that. I don't like to glorify thug behavior by Tony, anybody. I'm not watching it going out there saying, I'm going to go be a gangster. I'm, I'm laughing. It's funny. Because I knew gangsters. I know people who were gangsters in this town. I know them, too. And trust me, they're not people I look up to. They're not people to be proud of and say, you know, I could have been a gangster, too. Tony, I lived, No, I, I could have been, been a gangster, and I didn't want to. I chose not to be in that Tony, lifestyle. My, my father owned several coffee shops, and we were very successful, and it was from selling coffee. So, yeah, I had my run-in with a few different people, too. So... I don't look up to them. I'm just saying I watch those movies as comedy. They're funny. They're not funny. Yes, they are. They're the Godfather's funny. funny? Yes, it's funny. There's a lot are of funny. Are you crazy? Po- it's funny, What's like the horse's head scene no, is funny? No, yeah, it kind of is. This is, this is no. What's funny? No. The toll booth scene where people get blown no, away? No, not that part, but the part leading up to it's What part? Funny. funny like a clown? No. That's a different mob movie. Yeah, it's a totally different mob movie. That's even funnier than all of them. Goodfellas is funny as now, hell, man. just really, really quick. <laughs> Michael Bertoni... Our uh, social media guru. And tech expert. And, and he's got expert. multiple. He's wearing multiple hats yes. tonight. That's why tonight, his hair's messed up. Tonight, he is actually. Um, <laughs> See, my hair got the fresh fade, man. I know. You got the fresh what, fade. What's that? Hair Wizards, man? It hooked me up, bro. Michael, Where'd you go? Michael hair is wizards. manning the phone. Hair tonight. Wizards? Yeah, man. Is that like Window Wizards? No, it's not oh, like Window okay. Wizards. I'm ready to take your window calls. Wizards. Michael Bertone is manning the phones tonight, right. or female and fade mailing, whatever you say any days, which is politically correct. I like Manning. Manning, not Archie or Leli? Which one? And how about Eli with the four touchdown passes against that Eagle defense? How about that, Eli Manning? But anyway, so he's manning the phones. If you call in, Michael will answer. How about we give him the number? If he, if he, uh, I just gave the number. 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669. It's right if, at the top get, of the screen. Yeah, if you get hung up on... Um, Who would hang up on you? Well, Nobody you know, it's his first this time. This is a true democracy. It's his first time doing this. So. Three things at the same time. Wait a minute. He gets the... If, he, if you get hung up on... You know what I got? Don't drop a call. Don't you dare drop a call. I'll kick out of this condo right this second. Don't drop a call. I'm ready to be a top screener, Tony. <laughs> anyway, soft, man. we got to talk some NBA. we got to talk some football. Yes. And, of course, we'll have a Florida update. And a, an out, MLB must be ripped tonight and ripped hard. We're ripping the MLB? Major League Baseball. Not because of the World Series, which was great and went to seven games. But they've stopped doing something that used to be a tradition unlike any other. And I, for one, am outraged over this. And I will explain why. What the heck did they Tonight. stop doing? I'll tell you. They're there for four and a half hours. They can pretty much do anything they want. Plus, we'll have an area codes update. Which I can't wait to get to. Because we love area codes. Who doesn't? Now, you know, because of the, the growing number of people, although most of them are cell phones now, because the area codes back in the day, you know, there were home phones. Now they're, everybody's got a cell phone. Some people have two or three of them. And so the number of available numbers... In certain area codes, they run out of them. Do you realize that? I know. It's hard to believe that those digits, that, that they, the number combinations wouldn't... I know. Even the lottery out. doesn't run out of number combinations. No, they never do. And if they do, they'll, don't worry. They'll, <laughs> well, they'll make the, sure to take But care in the lottery, those numbers happen over and over again. Every, I mean, like, it, it's conceivable that the same numbers could hit twice. Exactly. There are people who have done that. That would yeah. be my I, luck. Like, I've never like won Bruce Almighty. Like, you know, you hit the Powerball, but like with 300 other people. Exactly. That doesn't happen. I just you know what? I don't, I don't care. I just want to hit it. Just once. I don't care how many people That's usually what I say anytime I look at someone. <laughs> exactly. I don't care. I just want to hit it. That's it. So we have a new area code coming to Pennsylvania to add to all of our favorite area codes. 717, actually, the area code we use for the show, is one of those uh, area codes that's now almost running out of numbers. Do you realize that? Wow. No. But I'll explain later on in the program Good. as we take your calls. Meanwhile, Miss Robin will have a Florida update. And this one is scary. Yes. Very scary, kids. Yes. This is this is a movie plot come to life. Movie plot come to life. Yep. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I get it. it. I didn't get the I didn't get the tease. I didn't get it. I don't. I don't That's why it's a tease. You're, you're not supposed. If we gave you the story, then you wouldn't want to listen in the next hour when we do these updates. See how it works. You. Exactly. Meanwhile, what else do we miss? We got football. We got the Philadelphia Eagles. I got the numbers, the point spreads for this coming weekend. We're at week ten in the NFL already. Ten. Can you believe that? Now, some teams have had a bye. Uh, for example, the Atlanta Falcons, who are playing the Eagles. This is one of those weird lines. How are the Atlanta Falcons and the Philadelphia Eagles pick them 
this Sunday. It's a pick. At Lin- now, the Eagles haven't lost at home. They can't win on the road, but they haven't they've lost been, at they've, home. They've, and they've been dominant it's at It's a must-win for the Eagles, really. It's yeah, been but a must-win for quite a few Yeah, Yes, so the last three games have yeah, been. It's been a must-win. <laughs> when, you, when you're tanking that bad, it's been a must especially when everyone else in your division is winning. And it, exactly. You know, and the Cowboys are clearly running away with it. Now, division. here's what's interesting about this game. The opening line in Las Vegas, Eagles-Atlanta. Eagles are back home for the first time, I believe, this uh, generation. The Atlanta Falcons are the best offense in football. Is there any question about that? Are they the most prolific offense in football? I think statistically they are. I mean, they score buckets of points. And they've got two unstoppable weapons. Matt Ryan's having a great year. Julio Jones, the running back, is great. Devontae Freeman, Coleman, they get back. I mean, they're they're a machine. Uh, And then Matty Ice, as some people like to call him. I call him Matt Ryan. Local kid comes back to Philly. And it's a pick him. And the line pretty much has not really moved that much since it was posted. Now, does that surprise you that it's pretty much a toss-up game? On paper, I'm should this be a toss-up because, game? No, it shouldn't because Atlanta should be a touchdown favorite against the Eagles. They really should. They should be about a touchdown favorite against the Philadelphia Eagles. I, mean, I agree. The, the Eagles are spiraling down. But what, Vegas looks, doesn't do this because they just want to be I to give you that. a freebie. Now, Atlanta, Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta's going into a buy after this. Yes, that's so right. So it's not like they're looking past Philadelphia. Correct. Because I made sure I checked that. Right. You it's always not like a divisional game coming up or anything like that or another opponent. It's not a look-ahead game. No, it's not a look-ahead game. So it's not a trap game, as they like to say. It doesn't make any sense to me because you, you, you play this out on paper, even on the field. Philadelphia doesn't even belong in the same field with Atlanta right now. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. I, I just maybe they're, they're riding the fact that Philadelphia's been hot, a hot team at home. It is a must-win for them. I mean, this is basically their season. If they lose this mm-hmm. game, well, they're, see, pretty, they're, they're not. I understand, but you had, they're but not I, even going to be a wild no, card but, because they're in last place in the division. But if you had any hopes of making the wild card, this is it. No, nobody has hopes of them this making the wild card. And that's not a realistic – because the, the, the amazing thing, I think the thing that's most frustrating is that this is a team that's lost four games by a total of 19 points. And so they, they had games that they should have won the Detroit game when they came back and won that. But they keep falling behind early. That's the biggest mystery about this team. But not at home. Maybe, but, they don't, but they haven't shown up on the road in the, open, in the Detroit game, in the Washington game, and in the Dallas game. They didn't show up. And then they had a 10-point lead against Dallas. The problem is, just like young teams like the 76ers and a lot of young teams, the New Orleans Pelicans, who have a lot of people hurt, they don't know how to close out games. Well, that's the thing. They, they, have they to, don't know how to close yet. They have no one to do that, though. Either, Correct. Because how do you close a game? You close a game by running the football. But you also close a game by kicking field goals instead of trying to go yeah, for touchdowns. Yeah, and touch. not making asinine mistakes like, like uh, Doug Peterson did by leaving points on the board. You exactly. have to take those oh, points. Especially on the road. Exactly. Those two field goals, that's the game. You're winning. You won the game. Exactly. So we're Hello? looking at the line. How about Arizona? 13 and a half point favorites over your San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> 13 and a half point favorites. Taking the birds. The Cardinals, take, not the Eagles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't 13 you, and a half. It's in Arizona, obviously. But Arizona's all, it got problems too, man. I know. I mean, how bad does San Fran have to be? San Fran scored some points last week against, uh, against New Orleans. Yeah, but they lost at home. And Arizona fighting for the playoff spot. Remember, you look around the NFL, there's not really a lot of great teams. I mean, you look in the AFC. Denver started off great. Minnesota's now the wheels have fallen off there. That's a team that's spiraling downwards. Absolutely. And how much better is it now that that, that first-round pick is starting to just knock its way back down a little bit until, like, you know, people thought we were going to be picking maybe 29th to 32nd. You mean the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah. The, the I didn't know you remember the organization. I do remember the organization. Okay. The pick that we're going to be getting back is going to be, you know, hopefully might be in there with 18 to 21 range. Washington, three-point favorites over Minnesota. Washington, of course, coming off a bye. They should be. And they're home. Jordan Reed's healthy. They should be. Exactly. Minnesota can't stop a tight end. But you talk about teams like where the wheels, not wheels have fallen off, but have lost their luster. We mentioned the Cincinnati Bengals. They're coming off a bye. They got the Giants on the Monday night Yeah, game. but they've just been hypnotized. My buddy Mike was at work, had a hypnotist come in. What? Who just hypnotized the Cincinnati Bengals to try to break the funk. I'm not kidding you. Did they hypnotize their coach too, Marvin Lewis? (laughs) No, there's no fixing him. Hang on a second. Hold on. I'll I'll get you his name right now. Pittsburgh and Dallas this weekend too. Who do you think's favorite in that game in Pittsburgh? Uh, Dallas minus one? Nah, Steelers getting the traditional three-point home advantage. And Ben Roethlisberger obviously was not 100%, but he... He should be closer to playing like Ben Roth. And that Baltimore game, they never win in Baltimore. Pittsburgh can't win in Baltimore. I mean, that was the easiest pick to me of last weekend, was the Pittsburgh Steelers going to Baltimore and not getting it done. So I I actually found what he's talking about. It's posted um, 
on. What? Who's talking about? That that Luigi's talking about, talking about the oh. Cincinnati Bengals getting hypnotized. hypnotized? Yes. Could so, get a little biggie with a little hypnotized. I actually have a little biggie. Also. Oh come on, man! It's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> It was Give me during, a little biggie. It was during the Bengals training camp. Celebrity hypnotist Ricky Kalman. Well, that was a long time ago in training camp. They've sucked ever since. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he's doing... Always got hypnotized on standby. Oh, come on, man. No, Ricky Kalman. He, no, he did it three weeks ago on ESPN, man. Oh, he didn't do it just preseason? No. Did he, what, did he need a second opinion? A second, did he, did he a second dosage? Because I don't, I'm showing this on September 28th. All I know is he did it, and it didn't work. That's all well, I yeah, know. Okay? Obviously. <laughs> they should have brought in a psychic, a psychic medium, like the ones I watch on the ghost shows. I hate. Like my, our buddy, who was just a chip, chip, coffee. chip coffee. Chip the, coffee? Yeah. Chip coffee, one of the great psychic mediums in the chip, world. The, He's phenomenal, Chip Coffee. Is chip Coffee. Isn't it's it? Chip Coffee. Chip Coffee. It's not, We've had him on the show. He's not only a great medium, but it's a great flavor ice cream as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that Ben and Jerry's up there in uh, Vermont? Hagen dust, my friend. Hagen dust. Hagen dust. People are asking us for one good game on here, the easiest winner. <sighs> this week's kind of tough, man. I just actually started breaking these down today. Obviously, one of the big games is Dallas and Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh hanging in there because nobody's really going crazy in that division. You know, obviously, Dallas is playing great. And I said this three weeks ago that the Dallas Cowboys were the best team in the NFC and maybe in the entire NFL when all was said and done. But the Raiders, yeah. big test on Denver on, on Sunday night football, answered the bell at home where they had haven't that. been playing well. I had that. I said they were going to win that game, and they did, man. The, the Raiders are stepping up, brother. The Raiders have seven wins. The New England Patriots and the Oakland Raiders right now, halfway through the season, are the two best teams in the AFC. Yep. Is there any doubt about that? Nope, none at all. Because the Raiders have been great on the road, and they've been mediocre at home, and then they finally showed the world against a really good Denver team that it was time to get it done, and they did on Sunday night. That doesn't mean they won anything, but the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. Listen, Unless you, the wheels fall off, they're going to make the playoffs. You could let Latavius Murray, Mr. Mr. Two Yards in a Cloud of Dust, score three touchdowns on you, you're doing something right, man. Carolina's at home, three-point favorites over Kansas City. And Nick the, Foles over there, man. How about Nick How Foles? about Nicky franchise, man? Did you see that one throw he made in the end zone? It was Perfect the only throw touch. he made, right? Yeah, but it was nice. It was he sweet. He threw the ball once. <laughs> It's all right. It was a touchdown. I take that percentage any day. <laughs> one for one. Put him in the <laughs> hall, baby. You know who? You know who made a mistake with the Nick Foles? Not the Eagles. Who? The St. Louis Los Angeles Rams. I know, man. They How gave the up on you, him in a hurry. You, you got, don't think he would be better than Case Keenum? No, Blake Jared uh, yeah, Goff. Jar- well, Jared Goff hasn't played a second. But Case Keenum? Would yeah. you take Nick Foles over Case Keenum Absolutely. right now? Absolutely. Yeah. Keenum moves better. I mean, Nick Foles doesn't run around. Yeah, he moves better. But you know what you have to do in, in as a quarterback in the NFL to succeed, throw the ball. Exactly. He throws the ball better, much better. Saints have played better now. That people left them for dead. Saints They've got Denver this weekend in New Orleans, and they're two-point favorites and there. The Saints at home are always dangerous, Tony. And the Jets are playing the Rams. Well, the Saints haven't been good at home until re- they just finally started turning but it around. All, listen, Drew Brees at home is at any time 500 yards. But not over the last year and a half. They've been dreadful at home. But they You go back points. and look at the Saints over the last year and a half at home, they have not been the dominant team. I will go back and look at them. Go check it out. I'm telling you, the Saints have been one of the worst home teams over the last. And then tomorrow night, Baltimore minus 10 over Cleveland. Now, I've been taking Cleveland a lot this year, and I finally said, that's enough. I almost took them against the Cowboys and gladly stayed away at the last minute because they got boat raced at home. Now they're playing Baltimore, and they're 10-point dogs on the Thursday night game at home against Cleveland. You like Cody Kessler? No. You going to lay 10 in Baltimore? Do I have to touch the game? Well, look. I like, I like. I'm not asking you to bet. I'm asking you who do you like. I'm taking the dogs, man. I'm going Cleveland. Cleveland to cover the number. Not to win the game, but to cover the number. That's all that matters in the NFL. Yeah. I lost the game by a half a point last week. Okay? Cleveland is as healthy as Cleveland's going to get all year. The Ravens are, have shown me nothing to make me think that they're going to cover three points, let alone 10 points. I'm taking, I'm taking Cleveland on the road, man. And another, game. And another. Marquis John says lay the 10. Lay the 10? Lay the 10. Well, he could. I can't lay 10. I can't lay 10. I lay uh, eight, eight, seven and a half. Yeah, maybe. That's about it. That's a bit anyway, that's, uh, And the Sunday night game, New England and Seattle. In New England, Patriots seven and a half point favorites ah, over the Seahawks. Here's the one thing, though, man. How about that Seattle defense? How about, the Seattle other defense? Night? How about Russell Wilson is now healthy? Yes. Russell Wilson. You see that, that offense now that he's healthy? I don't know, Tony. That's, that's, How about that Jimmy Graham? How about Jimmy Graham? That's the other thing, too. Did you man. see the catches that guy was making? Because they're finally using him just as, as, as a, a strictly as a wide receiver. The first year there, 
in that offense with Marshawn Lynch running the ball, he was predominantly, you have to be able to block. And Jimmy Graham is not used to blocking at all. He didn't get asked to block in, in New Orleans one bit. So when he's there and they're asking him to block, he can't get on the field because he can't do that. Right. Now they're not asking him to block. They're just saying, okay, just go out there, line up wide, line up on the inside like you used to in New Orleans, go out there and make plays, and that's what he's doing. That's, that's, that, that's the difference between year one and year two is that he's not having to block anymore. He's just not a blocking tight Same thing with, with Zach Ertz here in Philadelphia. He he can't block anyone. He couldn't block me. He couldn't block you, Tone. He couldn't block me. No, I know he definitely couldn't block you. He's a Stanford guy. They can't block me. And they get the damn tree out there, and that thing flops around and doesn't know what the hell it's doing. That's the you thing. Know what I'm saying? Is that if he's going out there just to predominantly be <laughs> a pass the catcher? Weirdest. They don't really have a lo- the mascot. By we the were way. discussing the yes. Stanford tree. You know, it's not the actual official mascot of Stanford. Then what have, the heck is it? No, it's just have. some dude in a in a band. Is who it who Tiger Woods? So, is that what no, it is? No, no, no. Like a picture okay. of Tiger Woods. So here's the deal on the Stanford. We it have is, a Stanford yes. tree update. Let's go to our update desk. And a woman who went to Stanford Elementary School or, or preschool. Yeah, preschool. Miss Robin I graduated. Come loudly. I think she graduated. Come loudly. Yes, I think she. No, she was way too young for that back then. Way, way, way too young. But I graduated from Stanford preschool. Damn it. Um, <laughs> love podcasts, man. <laughs> I love the podcast. I used to say that on regular terrestrial radio. Oh, man. We can get away with that. So, Have you heard what some of these jamokes say on regular radio now? No, I turn it off. So here's the deal. I do, too. The tree. What was in the meat locker this week? I missed that. I don't know. A bunch of guys. Any eat, gabagol in there? What do they have? Uh, side of beef? What do they have in the meat locker? What's the other show you were telling me about that's on? Uh, the Autopsy. The Autopsy? Yeah, the Monday morning Autopsy. Well, and you said you don't listen to this crap. No, but that's what's on. Tony, if I'm driving to work, i got five minutes. I can't listen to the other one. It's just, it puts me to sleep. You should listen to the podcast. I do listen to the podcast. I listen to it twice. You should listen to it three times. Right, now, Al-, <laughs> Al Good, I am not taking shots at the Stanford tree. The Stanford tree is not the official mascot. The Stanford tree, the tree comes from the actual logo. There is a... Uh, redwood, a California redwood tree yes. that makes up the innards of the S, the red S and the green Stanford tree. And the band, the Stanford band, which is a... They're insane. They're a bunch of crazy, crazy kids. For whatever zany reason, college kids, man. At some... One day, they decided to have somebody dress up with a tree costume. And I think that they found... They either made it very badly or they found a hokey Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, it was just a guy having fun. Stupid. It is, but it's fun. But that's... The best, the best ever... And we were talking about this this weekend with our Go great ahead. friend... From San Fran, from the Bay Area, from the great wine country of Napa Valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, some of your friends come up. Rebecca Shonry was in town from Shonry yes. Family Winery out there. And we are so excited that her wines can be shipped to Pennsylvania. Exactly. Did she happen to ship any? We got any uh, No, she, she came she here. She, she was in Washington. She, she was down in D.C. and Maryland. Totally unexpected. We didn't think that we were actually going to be able to see her, but she went down to D.C. and Maryland for. And some then she business. took the train up and visited us on Sunday while I was watching the Eagles game and screaming at my TV set. But she anyway. said it could be worse. She could be watching the 49ers like I have to do out there. You know, so watching the Eagles-Giants game was entertaining yeah, compared to bit. watching a 49er game this year. That is ugly. Yeah, it's easier to watch this game get salted away than have no chance of getting Exactly right. So the Stanford tree is just a dude. So there actually is no official mascot for correct. Stanford University. Which is weird. I, don't, I mean, is there any other school that doesn't have a mascot? Well, like the New York they Giants have. don't have cheerleaders. Do you know that? But that's true. They got a license plate, man. Yeah, but that's not an official cheerleader. Well, the Jets don't have it. The Jets well, don't have cheerleaders. About, we're talking a I know, but I'm talking about everybody well, has the cheerleaders. The Giants don't have actual I don't believe the Giants. I know the Jets don't. I have to check. There's a couple of teams that do not have what? cheerleaders in the NFL. No. no that is correct. The, Gi- the Jets do not, and I think the Giants don't. Do the Giants have cheerleaders? None. To check. Okay. How can there be no Never cheerleaders did. in New York? There's a cheerleaders every other block. As they're all on the national media. The oh, that's right. Oh, that's God, right. They're all working at the uh, now, mainstream here, media. Now, here is, this is a 2014 article, uh, so I don't know how, if, if it's changed since then, but there are, uh, it says here that there are seven teams that do not currently have cheerleaders. Now, the Packers don't have technical cheerleaders. They have, like, dance, uh, not dancers. They have, like, girls with, like, high school girls. Well, this is what You know what says. they say about them high school <laughs> girls, man. Right. I get older, they stay the same age, man. The yeah, Bears... Right. The Bills, the Browns, the Giants, the Lions, right. Packers, the and Bears. Steelers. I mean, the Bills is cold as hell in Buffalo. Yeah. Man. Uh, it says, with the exception of the Bills, these are all old guard NFL teams. The Steelers actually had the first cheerleaders, but these were actual college students who would probably qualify as real cheerleaders right. and not the modern dancers most teens. Not at cheerleaders, of course, no. the local establishment. Of course not. So the Jets and Giants, were they also on the list? Um, you gave me to, the Bills? They can't go down to scores and just grab a couple of girls and... <laughs> Okay, well, actually, no. now here's an updated... We have an update on the yes. cheerleader update. Of 
course we do. Now what was the song about my girlfriend was a cheerleader? No, what was that song? Uh, couple summers ago. Oh, yeah, no, don't say it because it won't get out of my head. Stop, stop, stop. I don't even want to hear it. Uh, 2014, there are six NFL teams that do not have official... I'm in love with a cheerleader. ...or regular group of cheerleaders. Uh, Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, New York Giants, Chicago Bears, Cleveland Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the Jets have cheer... I thought the Jets... So it's the Giants that don't have it. The Jets do. Yeah. And it's uh, the guy in New York, Mike Francesa, I believe, is the Jets cheerleader. Is he not? I would think so. Or is he a Giants cheerleader? I don't know which, which team he roots for. So there you have it, your cheerleader update. What was the song about uh, cheerleader? I'm it was what's his name? Uh, I know. I think I found my true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something something uh, uh, a cheerleader. <laughs> Somebody will come up with it on Twitter at Tony Bruno Show. You can follow us on Twitter at Miss Robin Austin at Luigi Curto twenty two L U I G I C U R T O twenty two and Michael Bertoni at Michael Bertoni. He should have his own line of pasta. Doesn't that sound like a frozen pasta dish you can get? That's Here it is. That's the song. No, now, who is that? Gonna, Felix John, right? Felix John. Felix John. Felix, not John. Not John. Not John. Not John. Not that John. That's other stupid thing that really pisses See, me off. What's with the John stuff? Seriously, like, it's like so a, bad. It's a noun, but it's horrible. Okay. Now Remember this song? Yes, I do. NFL teams that do not have mascots. How many, Tony? Uh, I don't know. No. Nope. Five. Close. Five teams. That was pretty close. You didn't go over the actual retail price, so you're in the show. I'm within an hour. I'm good, brother. <laughs> Did you see that, by the way? What? The first time ever in history, all three people, the people that were uh, trying to be contestants for the showcase showdown, they all landed on a dollar. No. Every single one of them. Wow. See what happens when the economy they didn't, they didn't, doesn't they didn't, get better? They didn't land on a dollar <laughs> each time, but it was like 70 cents, and then it's like... Or like thirty came around, I was like okay, they get two spins, so they got they got to a dollar. The next person got like fifty five, then here comes a forty five, and it was a sixty and a forty. They all won a thousand dollars, and then somebody else, ended, one person ended up winning. Right. But three people in a row ended up with a, with wow. a dollar. That's the first time ever. See what happens to you one day off. <laughs> you watch the first time. Yeah, you know what the odds of that are? It's crazy. Could have been I mean, worse. You could have been watching the view. Never. Yeah, yeah. Tony, this, Never. Is where, this is where you got confused. The Jets do not have a mascot. A mascot, okay. So it's the Fireman Ed is not a mascot. I was going to say Fireman Ed. The no, New York Jets, idiot. the New York Giants, the Oakland Raiders, the Green Bay Packers, and the Washington Redskins. Okay, they, but yeah, but the, remember Washington used to have the dude with the headdress. Remember the guy with have, the headdress? He used to have a mascot. But he wasn't a mascot. He was a fan who dressed up just like Fireman Ed as a fan. They weren't actual mascots who were paid by the team. But then they allowed him. Did, did they allow him to ride a horse on, on no, the sidelines? No, 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 or anything no, like no. That That's the, that you're thinking of the Broncos to bring the chick out on the horse. No, no, I know that one. I thought for some reason I don't know why I just I'm probably mistaken. I just thought that they had the the Redskin had someone on the horse. Just, and the Lions, by the way, added cheerleaders according to Marcus Johns. They added cheerleaders this season. Ah, so and that's, that's why they're playing better. So yeah, you, you play better. You get cheerleaders on the sideline. I hear you, man. You know, it's the most famous. Well, no, was it Joe Montana during one of the Super Bowl games when he's in the huddle? Remember that great story? With the John Candy? Yeah, and, and, uh, and, and hot chicks and stuff. He would point out women in the, in, the, uh, in the stands. He was so cool. That's why he was Joe Cool. That's right. He'd get in the huddle, big play coming up. He'd get everybody in the huddle, and he'd say, hey, man, look, John Candy's over there. Did you see that chick in row three? It was the Bengals <laughs> Super Bowl. When we, when yeah, we walked over, and they were, he, he would just keep tense. everybody loose that way. Nowadays, if he were playing, he'd be ripped as, uh, you know, just a pig. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. See that chick over there? What do you mean, that chick, exactly? Yes, you know, exactly. I mean, like, you know, that's not the pr- proper, uh, you know, term we want to use today, Joseph. Exactly. Now, we are coming up on halftime here. We are at halftime. We are at, oh, we're at the yes. halfway point. At now, the halfway mark. Just really quick, before we go, uh, we are going to take a five-minute potty break to give everybody time What to... happens if I don't have to go to the bathroom? You'll go. Um, you'll go if you like it or not. Uh, Last chance before we stop. (laughs) And is anybody going to call? Come on. Oh, yeah, we have open lines. I'm looking for a caller out there. I'm manning the phones. Seven. Let me give you the number right now. You know what it is, Tony? We were were just, we were talking about the election for quite some time. And And people, are they electioned out already? Oh, yeah, they've been electioned out for months. No, but I'm saying it's official now. We're not going to talk about this next week. It happened less than 24 hours ago. How grateful are we that we're not having any more of these damn electoral commercials anymore? I'm done. I am too. I'm done. I'm over it. Now we can go back to just drug medication on what I need and the side effects that I need to learn. People need to know about erectile dysfunction. Exactly. And they need to know about it now. Exactly right. But you can call about anything you want. Exactly. That's what this is great about this show. This isn't an election show. This isn't a political show. You can talk about something. You can call about something that we're not talking about. We're fine with that. If you are you talking about are you thinking about getting divorced? We'll talk you into it. No, no, no. no, 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 We don't go there. Political jokes. I'll throw it out there. I'm not going. No, we're not going political jokes. This isn't a Mount Rushmore show, pal. No, we're not doing that. 
This um, is not general knowledge Wednesday either. No. So anyway, while while you are while we're on the five minute break, you're just gonna hear music and uh, we're, we're gonna play back. my. Uh, I'm in love with a cheerleader again. No, oh, we are not gonna God, play. No. no. And um, then we will be back. I think so I'm in debt to a cheerleader. Let me give you the phone number now. Yeah, Write these numbers down. Right. You can call during the break, and we'll put you on hold and get you as soon as we get back. And on Facebook Live and, of course, on Twitter, you can follow us. Tweet, live tweet the show. 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669. That's the number. It's the Tony Bruno podcast, live, local, and late breaking. It's the station of the people. We're coming right back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last. 